Amen and amen and amen. Thank you so very much for joining us today for this edition of our Abundant Life Online Worship Experience. Wherever you are joining us from in the world, I thank you. I trust God that you are doing well. Thank you, praise team. Thank you for helping us. Uh, Thank you for all of our ministers that are making this service happen today. Thank you for all of your work behind the scenes. God bless you. God bless you. I'm excited. Hallelujah. What a mighty blessing. This is another day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. And we will rejoice and we will be glad in it. Can somebody say amen? Somebody shout hallelujah. (laughs) Glory, 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 glory. God is so good. God is so good. Thank you for joining us today. Hallelujah. His presence is right here with us. And um, I'm going to have us dive right into the word of God in just a, a minute here. Hallelujah. I know that the Lord will do you good today. Amen. The Lord will do you good. I know that his presence is right there with you. Wherever you are, his presence is right there with you to do you good, to do you good. So have faith, release your faith, have expectation, be willing, be willing to lay hold, be willing to step out, be willing to possess, be willing to receive, be be willing, be, be excited about walking on the water. It's your turn now. Hallelujah. It's your turn. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Say this with me. We've been saying it for a little bit now. I want you to say these words with me. Say, I believe in signs and wonders. Say, I believe in miracles. Say, I believe in the advantage of the covenant. And I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. We're going to do it one more time. Say it. Say, I believe in signs and wonders. Say, I believe in miracles. Say, I believe in the advantage of the covenant. And I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. We are continuing on. In the series of messages that we have been doing together during our ELO services that we have titled, I Believe God. I Believe God. We're going to go back to Acts and chapter 27 and verse 25. I'm just going to read out verse 25 right here from the King James. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 27 and verse 25. This is Apostle Paul. He said, Therefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Hallelujah. Therefore, sirs, be of good cheer. Therefore, Mars, be of good cheer. For I believe God 
that it shall be even as it was told me. Hallelujah. Let's read this from the Amplified. The Amplified says, So keep up your courage, men, and keep up your courage, women, for I have faith, complete confidence in God that it will be exactly as it was told me. It will be exactly as it was told me. It will not be partially. It will not be uh, a lot of it, a lot of what was told me. It will not be most of it. It will, be, it will not be close to it. Uh-uh. It will be exactly, exactly as it was told me. It will be exactly as it was told me. Say with me, I believe God that it will be exactly as it was told me. God is not a man that he should lie. Numbers chapter 23 and verse 19. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? Shall he not do it? Has he spoken it? Has he promised it? And shall he not make it good? I believe God that it shall be exactly as it was told me. You remember we've read this over and over again. Joshua 23 and verse 14 in the Amplified. Joshua chapter 23 and verse 14 in the Amplified version, when Joshua got to the end, very close to the end of his life, very close to the end of his ministry, he declared these words to the children of Israel. He said, and behold, this day I am going the way of all the earth. Know in all your hearts, know in all your hearts, And in all your souls, that not one thing has failed of all the good things which the Lord your God has promised concerning you. Know in all your hearts and in all your souls that not one thing has failed of all the good things which the Lord your God has promised concerning you. All have come to pass. Oh, all have come to pass for you. Not one thing of them has failed. All has come to pass. Not one thing of them has failed. I believe that part of my assignment in these ELO services, in this season, in this year, is to stir you up and provoke you to believe God, to stir you up and to provoke you to believe God, to stir you up, to not be satisfied with average, to not be satisfied with same old, same old, 
to not be satisfied with the version of God that you knew 10 years ago, to not be satisfied with the works of God that you experience in your life 15 years or 3 years or, or 2 years or even 6 months ago, but to be willing to stretch in your faith, to be willing to believe God for the dawning of a new day, to be willing to believe God, to step out on the waters of your destiny, to be willing to believe God that God will do the impossible through your life, that God will cause supernatural rivers of, of, of the Holy Spirit to flow in your life. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. I'm, I'm convinced that part of my assignment is to provoke you to believe God, to charge you, to stare you, to be willing to do what you have never done before, <laughs> to be willing to step out into realms where you have never walked before, and to expect, to expect in faith that as you do what the Lord leads you to do, the visions and the dreams that God reveals to you, that he will meet you, not halfway, but that his supernatural will sweep you off your feet. And without your knowing it and how, without your knowing how exactly it happens, you just find yourself walking on the water. Hallelujah. Say with me, I believe God. Say one more time. I believe God. Your twilight will turn to daylight in the name of Jesus. When you commit to taking the first step of believing God, what seems like darkness, what seems like clouds of dullness, what seems like sunset will suddenly become sunrise for you, will suddenly become daylight for you, what seems like shadows and uncertainties, what seems like unending seasons of inactivity will suddenly burst out into realms of glory and daylight in the realm of the spirit. Suddenly, like the noonday, Clarity will come. Miracles will begin to flow for you. Suddenly doors that have been shut against you will on their own accord open up to you supernaturally. When you commit to taking the first step of believing God. Somebody say with me, I believe God. You remember, they asked the Lord Jesus Christ in John chapter 6. Some of the um, people who showed up to listen to him, they saw a lot of the miracles that God did through him. They saw him feeding over 10,000 people with just, <laughs> just a handful of resources, which nobody even knew existed in the first place. 
They saw him dishing out the works of God, doing supernatural things, and their hearts craved for it. And they asked him, you know, what do we need to do to be able to do the works of God like you in John chapter 6 and verse 28? Let's read it from verse 28, uh, from verse 26 and get some context here. Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, you seek me not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and you were filled. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I feel a sense within my spirit to provoke you, to charge you, to be willing to go beyond where you are satisfied with just eating bread where you are satisfied with just receiving uh, the blessings in portions, in sizes that the Lord makes available to you, but that you will be envisioned within your spirit to partner with God and be a channel through whom he 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 can send miracles to the earth through whom, a channel through whom he can change lives in your generation. A channel through whom he can bring a smile to somebody's face. Oh, it doesn't take that much. It doesn't take that much, saints. It takes a commitment to believe in. To say, I believe God can do something through me too. I believe God can use me too. I believe God can take the little that I present, the little that I have and possess, and present to him. God can take that little and make it something. God can make something out of nothing. Oh, hallelujah. I remember years ago, we used to sing a lovely song, God took me and made something beautiful out of my life. God took me and made something beautiful out of my life, that you believe God can take you, he can use you, and he can make something beautiful out of your life. He can use you to touch somebody. He can use you to raise somebody's life and somebody's existence. He can use you to open doors to somebody. He can use you to, 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 to channel the blessings of heaven to the lives of the saints. They asked him. So he said, I know you seek me not because you saw the miracles, Jesus said, but because you, you did eat of the loaves and you were filled. He said in verse 27, labor not. Don't labor. Don't work so hard for the meat that perishes. Don't make your priority the things of this world, how to get it, how to uh, possess it for yourself, how to... Uh, no. No, don't labor, labor not for the meat that perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you for him as God's seal. There is some meat. There are some benefits that will endure forever. God, Jesus says, believe God, be willing to believe God. And let, and, and, and let God use you to produce upon the earth things, benefits in the lives of men that will last forever. Be willing to be that channel. 
Be willing to believe God to be that channel. Hallelujah. Listen to what he says. Hallelujah. In verse 28, Then they said unto him, What shall we do that we might walk the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, in verse 29, This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he has sent. This is the work of God, that you believe on him that he has sent. This is the work of God, that you be willing to believe God. That you be willing to believe God. They said, therefore, unto him, let me read this from the Amplified, verse 30. Let's read this from the Amplified. Therefore, they said to him, what sign, miracle, wonder work will you perform then so that we may see it and believe and rely on and adhere to you? What supernatural work have you to show what you can do? Aha. What supernatural work, what miracle would you do so we can believe? In their minds... Believing follows miracles. Believing follows the supernatural. No, actually, the supernatural follows believing. Believing does not follow miracles. Miracles follow believing. The beginning of every miracle on this earth is when there is someone willing to believe. Willing to believe that God is able. Willing to believe that God is willing to be involved in the lives of men on the earth. Willing to believe that God has all it takes to turn a life around. Willing to believe that God has all it takes to, to, to bring my, my destiny into full manifestation. Willing to believe. Hallelujah. My brothers and my sisters, the work of believing is amazing. It is truly amazing what believing God can do when we put it to work. Believing God can move mountains. Believing God can open doors and create opportunities. Believing God can heal sick bodies. Believing God can change destinies. Believing God can make resources of life available to you and to the people that God sent you to. The people that God put you upon this earth to serve. Whether it's your family, whether it's the people that the Lord brings along your way, whether it's the people that God connects you with supernaturally, believing God can make resources available. Faith pleases God. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, For without faith it is impossible to please God. He that comes to God must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. Faith pleases God. So wherever you are in your life today, maybe you are somewhere at a crossroads looking to go one way or the other. Faith pleases God. Look around you and ask yourself, what is it? that provokes faith in me? What is it that will challenge faith within me? What is it that will challenge me to believe God to get to that, to get to that level, to get to achieve that end? What is it? Going back does not need faith. You've already been there. Hopefully you conquered it before you left. 
And if you didn't conquer it, well, you got out. Going back does not please God. Does not require faith. The children of Israel, when they were trapped by the Red Sea, many of them thought, let's go back. Let's go back. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. No. Going back does not need faith. Does not require faith. Doesn't please God. Doesn't please God. Some of them says, let's just stay here and, and, and let's see whatever happens. Maybe we perish. Maybe, no, staying where you are does not, does not require faith. You are already there. You are already there. Going back is provoked by faith. By fear, I should say. The reason many people want to go back is they are afraid. They are afraid of what is ahead. They are afraid of where they are at. They despair. I, 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 think, I, think my, my, I think my my last life was easier. I think where I'm coming from, no, no, your, my comfort zone was easier. No, your, your comfort zone does not require faith. God said to them through Moses, said, tell the people that they go forward. It's what the Lord is saying to you today. Go forward. It takes faith to go forward. It takes faith to step out of your, vo- of your boat. It takes faith to step out of your comfort zone and to be willing to see a version of God, to be willing to experience a version of God that is totally new and totally different from anything you have ever experienced in your life. It takes faith. Faith pleases God. And I challenge you today to be willing, to be willing to step out of your boat, believe God, step out of your boat, and let God do the supernatural through your life. Hallelujah. I've got, to, I've got to get to something today. Two major things that I've got to have us finish and wrap up. Uh, the, the, the second one I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start from in the last ELO, um, um, a, a word that the Lord burned very strongly into my spirit, a three-step plan that God has for you to go forward, to get to your new horizon. And I put it out there. I wanted, I wanted you to see light if you were there with us in that service. I just put it out there, but I didn't really say much about it because I wanted you to see light. And I wanted the Holy Spirit, I wanted you to avail yourself of the presence of the Holy Spirit and the revelation that the Holy Spirit can make available to you by sealing the Word, by meditating in the Word of God. Well, I want to, I want to kind of put a seal on that today and, and put it out to you in, in, in real terms. God's three-step plan, as revealed in this particular scripture in 2 Samuel, in 2 Kings chapter 19, God's three-step plan for your new horizon, for your miracle, for your elevated vision, for your established destiny, God's three-step plan. I want, to step, I want to spell that out to us. And then I want to close out in 2 Kings chapter 7 by giving us seven nuggets of the work of believing. Seven nuggets. Seven nuggets of the work of believing. Seven nuggets on the work of believing. And I might leave you to seal out those nuggets too. may not be able to have the time to really say much about it today because of time. But seal it. God is taking you somewhere. This is a new day for you. Remember? This is a new dawn. The dawning of a new day is upon you. This is not the same old, same old, the same old things we've always done. This is the dawning of a new day. Somebody say, I believe God. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Let's go and read in 2 Kings chapter 19. I'm going to have us read just a few verses from there. You know, all it takes, all it takes is one act of God. And your strong enemy will disappear into the darkness forever. All it takes is one act of God and your strong enemy will disappear into the darkness forever. In 2 Kings and chapter 19, hallelujah, glory to God, um, I'm going to skip, I'm going to skip the context, the, the, the preambles leading to this, but if you've had any time to seal this, you know that uh, <laughs> Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, came threatening to Hezekiah, the, the king of Judah, who was, who was a man that pleased God, actually. One of the few in that line of generations, the succession of royalty, that actually pleased God, that followed the instructions of God and prospered and succeeded. This man, Zenikarib, came to threaten him, and I'm going to avoid again all of the preambles, but I'm going to read to you here. Hmm. Let's read from verse 20, 29. You know, God said to him, I know where you live, speaking to Zenikarib. But then he spoke to Hezekiah and says, This shall be a sign unto you. You shall eat this year such things as grow of themselves. And in the second year, that which springeth of the same. And in the third year, sow you and reap and plant vineyards and eat the fruits thereof. I want to throw at you without necessarily um, going through everything that I have here because I recognize how, um, how much my time is, is running out and I want, to be able to get, I want to be able to get to the end of this particular assignment today. Three-step plan, a three-step plan that the Lord gave to his people that he's given to you and to me today. Pastor, how do I get to my new horizon? I don't even know how to start. I don't know how to take the first step. I don't know where to begin from. Pastor, how do I, how do I arrive at that elevated vision? How do I get to the place of that established destiny? How do I achieve that miracle? How do I lay hold on that next provision that the Lord has made for me? Here it is. God's three-step plan for your new horizon, for your miracle, for your elevated vision, for your established destiny. Here it is. Let's read it together from, from the Amplified, 2 Kings chapter 19 and verse 29. And Hezekiah says the Lord, this shall be the sign of these things to you 
you shall eat this year what grows of itself, also in the second year what springs up voluntarily, but in the third year sow and reap, plant vineyards and eat their fruit. And the remnant, verse 30, glory to God, the remnant that has survived of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. The remnant, the remnant that has survived of the house of Judah, they will again take root downward and bear fruit upward. Sometimes God takes us downward to take us upward. Sometimes God takes us down into foundation before he takes us out into the manifested glory that he has ordained for us. He says, the remnant, that's you and me today. Those of us that have come out, that have survived in the house of Judah, we will take root downward and then we will produce fruit upward. God will do some amazing things in our lives because we are deeply rooted in the covenant. We are deeply rooted in the covenant. Here it is. When you are deeply rooted in the covenant and God begins the process and the season and the, 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 the work of causing your fruit to shoot out, causing your fruit to to show and your manifestation to be produced, three-step plan, your role, your responsibility. Notice what he says there. He says here, in the first year you shall eat what grows of itself. Hallelujah. In the second year, it says, you would eat what springs up voluntarily, but in the third year, Sow and reap, plant vineyards, and eat their fruit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Step one, God's three-step plan for your new horizon, your miracle, your victory, your elevated vision. An established destiny. Number one, believe God and start from where you are today. Believe God and start from where you are today. Number two, as you move forward, lean heavily on God's favor. As you move forward, lean heavily on God's favor. Notice, not as you stay where you are, not as you look back and try to go back. No, as you move forward, lean heavily on God's favor. Number three, sow aggressively. Sow, like a sower sows seeds. Sow aggressively in every way possible. So spiritually, like you are doing today in this service, like you are presenting yourself to the Lord in this service, you are sowing spiritually, getting around the word, paying attention to the word, digging into the word, in prayer, in fasting, 
in seeking God, in reading, in studying, so aggressively, spiritually. But sowing isn't only spiritual, also so aggressively, mentally. Until you can go to the next level mentally, you cannot go to the next level in your life. Everything begins with the mind. Until you can see yourself there, you cannot get there. So aggressively, mentally, something has to change in your mind. Hallelujah, Holy Ghost. I feel the Spirit of God. Something has to change in your mind. Your way of thinking has to change. Your way of talking has to change. Your way of seeing things and perceiving things and interpreting things have to change. That mind from five years ago cannot allow you, will not allow you to go where God has ordained for you in the future. The Lord Jesus Christ said, he said to, to, to the, um, the religious people, you cannot put new wine in old wine skin. Something will burst. You can't put a new horizon in an old way of thinking. You can't put a new level vision in an old way of approaching life. Something has to change. Put your hand wherever you are. Put your hand on your head right now. Say, in the name of Jesus, I receive a supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. In my mind, I declare change. I declare change in my level of thinking. Change in my way of reasoning. Change in my approach to life. Change in my mind. I receive the new level that God has for me. For you to go to that next level, something has to change in your mind. Be willing to sow aggressively in your mental realm. Whether it comes through deliberately getting materials and, and force-feeding your mind so it can begin to think differently. Stop thinking poor. Stop thinking broke. Stop thinking, let's just manage it. Let's just manage it. Stop thinking sickness. Well, I guess I'm sick. This is the way I'll die. Stop it. Stop thinking uh, an aborted destiny. Guess nobody in my family has ever made it beyond this point. I, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll probably never make it beyond this point myself. Something has to change in your mind. So aggressively, mentally. So aggressively, materially and financially. Hey, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be willing to sow aggressively. You sow your way forward. You sow your way forward. You think differently. You act differently. You give differently. Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. You don't give based on what is what your bank account numbers say, you don't give based on what you see on, on, on the television. You, you don't give based on what you are hearing and on the news. You don't give based on what the forecast is. You don't give based on, you don't even give based on what your income is. You give based on what your expectation is for your future. What your dream is for your future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
if you were supposed to give based on just exactly what your income is and what you, are, what you earn, the boy with the five loaves and two fish could, could not have given everything. He should never have given everything because that's everything he had. If you are supposed to give based on what you have, on just what you have, and after splitting it all up, what you need to use for yourself and what you need to use for other things and what you've planned in your mind, if that's the basis of giving, then you are stuck in destiny. But begin to think differently. The Bible says in Isaiah 54, in the, in the message translation, it says, it says, think big, spread out. Think big, spread out. Glory to God, glory to God. People tell me, <laughs> my wife says, uh, you, you, you just spread out. <laughs> no matter how little the space, you just spread out. You just spread out everywhere. No matter, you just spread out. I, and it started dawning on me, she's right. I started looking around and some of the ways that I spread out, I really do. And it dawned on me, I was not created to suffer. I was created to prosper. Hallelujah. I was created to prosper. I was not created to suffer. I know suffered a lot in my, my, my beginning years, foundation years in, in the ministry. But I know I was not meant to be that. I knew that was not my destiny. I knew that was not my end. So I always thought big. I always, I always, if you, if you heard me, Back then, I always talked about how we will reach the world with the gospel. How we will have the resources of life. How we will have our dreams fulfilled. How the Lord will bless us and bless our children and bless our family and bless our ministry and bless people through us and change lives. I said it even when I, I, I didn't have any food, any money to put food on the table for our young family. My thinking was different. My thinking was different from my environment. In the home where we lived, we, we had to convert little spaces. And, and, and many times we get to rooms, to rooms so that there's enough room for us. And many times, you know, where we where were surrounded by dust. And, 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 and many times in some of those spaces, you know, termites, termites would eat up, would eat up a lot of the dust. And we were constantly sweeping. <laughs> Just, it was such low-level living. But in that low-level living, we didn't think low-level. We didn't think low-level. And we did not act low-level. And we did not speak low-level. Change your thinking. And change your acting. And change your sowing. And you will experience the supernatural. You will experience a new horizon. New horizon has never stopped for us in more than 30 years. There's always a new level. And God keeps taking us. God keeps taking us. We keep sowing aggressively. We keep sowing aggressively. And God keeps taking us. Hallelujah. And it will never stop until Jesus comes. It will never stop until our work on this earth is done. God's three-step plan for you. So aggressively in every way possible. Spiritually. So aggressively spiritually. So aggressively mentally. So aggressively financially and materially. So aggressively naturally. And then reap aggressively. 
in every way possible. So many people are focused on sowing aggressively. Great. But that's not the end of the story. There's always a reaping for every sowing. There's always a harvest for every seed. Only God knows, only heaven knows how many of the harvests that have been prepared for many of God's people that they never reaped because they were careless, because they were nonchalant, because they were irresponsible when it came to harvesting. Many believers all over the world don't know how to take hold of opportunity. Believers all over the world don't know how to walk through doors that God has opened to them. Believers all over the world don't know how to sense timing and leap when God says leap. Believers all over the world don't know how to move forward when God says it's time to move forward. Harvests that have been prepared for them, they don't enter into it. Other people go in and enjoy those harvests. But that will not be you anymore. You sow aggressively, you reap aggressively. You sow aggressively, you reap aggressively. Somebody say, that's me. Say, I believe God. I believe God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to go over this three-step plan one more time because I still have to stop. I still have to go over to 2 Kings chapter 7 and and give you these seven nuggets that I want you to seal. I want you to seal out this three-step plan, but I want you to seal out those seven nuggets I want to give you from out there as well. And then I'll be ready to close. I'll be ready to close. We're getting there. We're getting there. The Lord is helping us. Somebody say, I believe God. Say, I'm receiving something in this service. Say, something is happening to me. Say, I'm moving on to my new horizon. Say, I'm experiencing the supernatural. Say, I'm going to a realm where I have never gone before. I'm experiencing God, a version of God, like I've never experienced before. Shout hallelujah wherever you are. Hallelujah. 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 God's word is working for you. God's word is producing for you. You are not that special that God's word will not produce in your life. There's somebody somewhere in the world listening to this message today and they are listening to the lie of the devil. With one ear, they are listening to the message. With the other ear, they are listening to the the lie of the devil. Telling them, well, yeah, that can happen for some people, but not for you. That's a lie. You are not that special. You are special to God, but not in that negative way. That is what would not work in your life. Believe God. Be willing to believe God. Expect the supernatural. Believe for the impossible. And watch God. Just watch God work. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I receive it. Say, I believe it. Say, I believe God, God's three-step plan to your new vision, your miracle, victory, elevated vision, and established destiny. Number one, believe God and start from where you are today. Number two, as you move forward, lean 
heavily on God's favor. Number three, sow aggressively in every way possible and reap aggressively in every way possible. Sow spiritually. Sow aggressively spiritually. Sow aggressively mentally. Sow aggressively financially and materially. Sow aggressively naturally. And then reap aggressively in every way possible. Reap aggressively in your spiritual life. Reap aggressively mentally. Reap aggressively financially and materially. Reap aggressively naturally. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The time has come for your experience of the higher dreams that you have conceived of. The time is here and it's now. It is not next month. It is not next year. The time is now. For why wait? When the Lord says, do it now, why wait? Why wait three more days? Why wait five more months? Why wait two more years? When the Lord says, I have it now, you can have it now. Why wait? Oh, yes. And there are some who would say, yes, there is a place for waiting on the Lord. And I am waiting on the Lord. And the Spirit of God says, yes, there is a place for waiting on the Lord. And even in this service today, you are waiting on the Lord. But there is a time to step out on the water. There is a time to boldly reach out and lay hold of what is available to you in Christ Jesus. There is a time to connect with the Holy Spirit. There is a time to allow the wind of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach of God, to set you on a course so that you can fly and so that you can mount on the wings of the eagles. And that time for you is now. Why wait? Why wait when you can have it now? Why wait when God has it ready now? Why wait? Why wait when you can take it in faith now? Why wait? Why wait? Why wait? Says the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Spirit of the Lord came upon me. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Lay hold on that word, saints. Lay hold on that word. Yes, I came into this service believing that I was going to go all the way and go all the way to 2 2 Kings chapter 7 and give you seven nuggets on the work of believing. But I know by the Holy Spirit that this is my rest today. This is where I stop today. So that God's people can seal his word. So that God's people can take hold of this revelation and seal it in their lives. Saints, my friends, don't listen to this message just one time. Be diligent. Be diligent. Be willing to sow aggressively. Go back and hear it again. Go back and hear the previous service, the previous ELO again. Be willing to sow aggressively. When you hear it again, you hear these messages again. Be willing to sit before the, before the Lord, before the presence of the Holy Spirit. Be willing to take instructions and directions. Be willing to receive your marching orders. And then be willing to step out of your boat your comfort zone, and step out on the water of destiny. Remember, saints, believing does not follow miracles. We don't say, God, do it, and then I'll believe. No, 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 no. Miracles follow believing. This is your new horizon. This is your day of a new miracle. The day you take your first step is the day your dreams come into first manifestations for fruition. The day you take your first step after believing is the day you open the door and allow God to do what he has ordained in your future. I sense the power of God And the mighty presence of the Holy Spirit in this service. Something good is happening to you. Something supernatural. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody lift up your hands and receive God's word to us today. Say, I believe God. I receive His word. I believe God. I receive His word. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.